Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. I would like to encourage everyone on my Facebook friends list, everyone in my social groups, and all of my listeners worldwide, please do me a favor. Hit that likes button and share this video podcast with your friends, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure that you are subscribed to my YouTube channel. It's free. Help make this video podcast go viral by posting this link to your Facebook page, your Instagram page, and also on your Twitter page. This video podcast is available in three forms, audio, video, and as a written text in order for us to reach our audience. I created the Grassroots Community Activist Movement on November 10th, 1991 on a site called Gopher. In order to connect with other like-minded black people, African immigrants, Afro-Caribbeans, Afro-Latinos, Afro-Caribbeans, to discuss social issues in America and throughout the diaspora as, as well as on the African continent. The movement's objective is to build a new black movement slash African movement by building our own corporative enterprises within the African-American community. Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast is our interactive black media component. We discuss controversial topics that you don't hear about from the mainstream media. We, we recommend we're committed to reporting truthful and accurate news. We believe that now is the time for a comprehensive new strategy and a new movement for black people slash African people. I use this platform to interact with everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups by giving black business owners free airtime to promote their products and services. I give people in the faith community an opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. I give black authors and, and ordinary law-abiding citizens an opportunity to share their special talents and skills to my listeners from around the globe. After the show, I offer my guest speakers an incentive by teaching them how to create their own podcasts and YouTube channel to help them earn extra revenue. I also assist people on my friend, friends list with creating basic websites, finding college scholarships, grants, housing, and legal services all for free. After 15 years of being overlooked and rejected, I decided to write and publish my story, quote, The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America, second edition. It's available on Amazon. I talked with my publisher about lowering the price to make it more affordable for everyone. It's available now in two forms. The ebook is $6.25 and the soft cover book or paperback for $6.25 plus shipping and handling. I also created my virtual store in hopes of generating enough capital to jumpstart my Christian business, Gracchio Chicago, which stands for the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago. It takes capital to start a business, whether it's a nonprofit or for profit. Unfortunately, my revised book was barely selling and items on my virtual store was also barely selling. I've been paying out of pocket for the business title since 2010. 
as I explained to my listeners, it's not about, it's not my burden alone. It takes a team to make a dream work. Black America has rejected my vision and plan for the past 31 years. This is why I'm reaching out to the black grassroots and the global African family. My film project is my last attempt to try to do something positive for my racial group before I cut and run to Africa. At this time, all I can do is news commentary. We host our virtual conference every last Saturday of the month until we are able to raise capital to fund our film project. Our film project, quote, Hood Liberator Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins, is a solution-based docudrama, which is based on my experience growing up in the city of Chicago and the purpose why I created Gurkham in the first place. This is a Black Panther moment. Except it's not owned by Disney, it's owned by us. We want to get this film in front of 500 million people worldwide. We will offer a 21st century solution both domestically within the United States of America and throughout the diaspora. Gurkai is my gift to Black Millennials, Generation Z, and my group members. It's my hope that we can eventually create our own film, black film industry, black hair products industry, and sporting industry. I created a GoFundMe page last April 2022 as a crowdfunding source so that everyone on my Facebook friends list and everyone in my social groups would know exactly where the funds for our film project would go. This will also indicate our progress in getting this film fully funded and made. Out of 1,683 people on my Facebook friends list, only five people have donated to our film project on our GoFundMe page. Then you wonder why our community remains jacked up. All I have is my revised book, my virtual store, my online groups, and this platform. I recommend that if you are serious about working with me and Sister Renee and turning my vision and plan for Black America and Africa, then purchase my revised book first and read my story. If you agree with what I'm trying to do, then make arrangements with me to come on this platform so that we can talk about it. I am using this technology to broadcast my vision and plan to all who will listen. It's my hope that the African immigrant community in America would come forth and work with me first in getting this film project fully funded and made so that we can build Kyle Chicago together we and make our presence known within the African American community starting in Chicago then expand to 10 African nations. Kyle Chicago mission is to eradicate urban violence in Chicago through art, culture, commerce, spiritual development, and hosting African tours to 10 African nations. They are as follows. South Africa, Kenya, Ethiopia, Tanzania, Uganda, Angolia, Liberia, Ivory Coast, Ghana, and Nigeria. I want to bring the best of the diaspora to each African nation so that we can set up local chapters and do international trade among our people. We aim to reconnect black entrepreneurs with African entrepreneurs, black artists with African artists. In this Christian business, our objective is to heal from enslavement and colonization. Since black America and black Chicago overlooked and rejected my vision for the past 31 years, my Christian business will be membership based. 
I am only responsible for my members. Those who are not part of us, we will pray for them, show them tough love, and keep it moving. Hashtag not another 31 years. Upcoming events. Please, please mark your calendar for our next Grakam Virtual Conference Saturday, September 30th, 2023. Theme, what is the purpose of building Grakam Chicago? Where? Facebook slash StreamYard. Time? 2 p.m. through 3 p.m. American Central Time, 3 p.m. Canadian Time, 8 p.m. West African Time, 9 p.m. South African Time, 10 p.m. East African Time, and 8 p.m. UK Time. Instructions on how to participate on the show. First, watch my video podcast. This is called Side A. After I finish my presentation, then I will open up the phone lines through Facebook Messenger. This is called Side B. You can interact with me in real time either by voice call by clicking on the phone icon or by video call by clicking on the camera icon. Today's topic of discussion is as follows. The war on woke and the uprising in Niger. Our first topic, the war on, on woke. Well, as you all know, there has there was another racial attack against black people by a white supremacist by the name of Ryan Paul Meter in Jacksonville, Florida. Our hearts and prayers goes out to the victim's family. The domestic terrorist wanted to enter a HBCU Edward Walters University. Thank God campus security showed up, so he took off and went to a Dollar General store where he ambushed three innocent black people and killed killed himself. He was wearing tactical gear with an AR style rifle and a handgun. As I stated in my revised book, American citizens don't need a AR-15. That is a military weapon. We're seeing a pattern of these young white white supremacist terrorists targeting black people. According to the FBI statistics, black people are the number one victims of hate crimes in America. These white supremacist financial elites want black people to remain being soft targets. This is what's happening to black America as I stated in my revised book. We're not together as a community. Many of our people have become Americanized and care less about the black community, let alone black children. For 31 years, I've been reaching out to black people in Chicago, black people online, African people, and yet I'm still unable to get support. I need to move my Christian socialist organization from behind a computer. My film project is my last attempt to try to do something positive for my racial group in America before I go to Af South Africa. Governor Ron DeSantis, it's part of the problem because he came into office attacking black people by being against this so-called woke. We have to keep emphasizing that this was an anti-black attack. If we give Ron DeSantis a pass, then the next politician will do the same thing. We need to be codified on this. Fox News is deflecting focusing on black-on-black -black crime while the Democrats is talking about mental health and more gun control. This was facilitated by mainstream media. They gave Ron DeSantis a platform to express his rhetoric. Notice, social media 
don't allow you to say anything negative about Asian people or LGBT people on social media because they will take your page down. But they allow everyone to say anti-black rhetoric. We got to call out these media outlets and their sponsors need to be held accountable too. We need to find out who is sponsoring Fox News and CNN so that we can start boycotting their products. We we got to hit them in their pockets. Anyone who stand against racism and white supremacy is called woke. He said Florida is a place where woke comes to die. He also promotes permit permitless carry in Florida. I know I knew there was going to be some ret retaliatory action because of what happened in Montgomery, Alabama. The last time we had this type of conversation was Buffalo, New York. What has happened since then? Nothing. No anti-black hate crime bill to protect black Americans. Now it happened again in Jacksonville, Florida, the same circumstances. The suspect left a manifesto to the media. I believe in that manifesto, it mentioned a lot of words about woke. Governor Ron DeSantis has been creating this type of hostile attitude toward black people. He's complacent in his anti-black racism. Black Americans have to call out black anti-black racism by these politicians. The shooter chose August 26th because that significant event which took place during the 60s. First, it's an anniversary for the March on Washington. It's also the day that Emma Till was murdered and acts handled Saturday. I found an article from Jacksonville Mag entitled, quote, a look back at 1960 sit-ins and acts handled Saturday with Ron Hirsch, unquote. If you would like to read the full article, then I encourage my listeners to follow me on my Medium page. Look for the exact title for this presentation, then click on the topic and scroll down to show and prove. Basically, to sum up what the article said, there was a bunch of white supremacists with baseball bats and axes beating on black people in the streets of Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis has been promoting this war on woke, which is code, a coded word for black people. He decided to ban black history books in the classrooms in order to marginalize black people in Florida. I found a photo of his wife in the New York Post entitled, quote, where woke goes to die, unquote. She is wearing a jacket at Iowa GOP rally. The mainstream media want you to believe he was just a lone wolf. Notice the shooter had a similarity with the shooter in Buffalo. They both wore wrote racist message on their rifles. The question is who's to blame for this? I suggest the mainstream media and these politicians for creating the atmosphere so that this kind of attack can be carried out. I've been warning black Americans for years about these open carry laws and what the real intent was. Some of my critics br brush 
what I said off as nonsense. Now they're quiet as a church mouse. I have always said the agenda is to arm as many white supremacists as possible against black people. That's what this is all about. When you have white supremacists in government, in the media, and in law enforcement, they are weaponizing these individuals. For example, I found an article from the Pentecostal or Pentecostal News Journal entitled, quote, Florida residents can conceal carry a, a weapon starting July 1st, but there are rules, unquote. What I understand from this article, Florida politicians, politicians have allowed no permit concealed carry, mean, meaning you don't have to have training to carry a gun in the state of Florida. On the one hand, Ron DeSantis is saying war on woke slavery was beneficial to black Americans, all this anti-black rhetoric. Wake up black America. There's a hidden war against us and our children. Family, we gotta understand what's going on with these sick white supremacists. All of these politicians in office are complacent. Notice when the Asians were being targeted, these same politicians gave the Asian community a, a anti-hate crime bill. We are being targeted we are, we need lineage-based reparations for descendants of American slaves. We also need a anti-black hate crime bill. Um, what emboldened this person to travel across town to the black side of town where black people congregate? He had a notion where black people gathered. He is just one of millions who are ready to harm black people. What I got from this incident is that the shooter wanted to take out as many black people that he could. White supremacists want to exterminate our racial group in America. What we're witnessing is guerrilla warfare against us. I want everybody to understand under the sound of my voice to take this serious. He don't, he won't be the last and he's not the first. Remember, Dellen Roof and what he did in a black church. What black America needs to learn from this is we better work together while we still have a little time left. I predict 2050 if black America have not embraced my vision and plan, then it's game over for black America. I have advised Gurkham members and my listeners who live in America to make sure to be on alert and deal with any threat you may encounter. Here are some basic protocols you should keep in mind. Always check your surroundings. When you enter a place of business or a place of worship, look for the back, well, sit in the back door or near the emergency exit. If you're going to a restaurant, always sit near the back of the restaurant because the front door is the most dangerous place because a potential domestic terrorist or an urban terrorist, for that matter, will come in the front door and start shoot, shooting soft targets. We just don't know when someone is going snap.
For example, a few weeks ago, there was a cop who was allegedly upset with his ex-wife. He ended up shooting several people, four of the victims survived, and three of them were murdered. The ex-wife still survived. We're dealing with a generation who is full of hate. I don't understand why they have, you know, why they're so upset. They have all the, the resources. They control the law of the land. I am here to build up the African-American community as much as possible through Archive Chicago. And once we're established, I will lead by example. I will apply for dual citizenship in South Africa, set up my Christian business in South Africa, and shoot our second film there. Black parents in America, it is only, this is only the surface. It's going to get 10 times worse for black people in America. You don't, you don't live in a land that has enslaved your ancestors and think that we're going to get justice from descendants of slave owners. I want Gurkham members and my listeners to embrace black economic empowerment and promote black excellence. That's what we stand for. The agenda for the white supremacist financial elites is how to create a prosperous society that benefits every group except black people. Our people have been battling this this fight for 404 years under the system of white supremacy. We're in a system of economic deprivation. Those of you who will help support the Kyle of Chicago by helping me get my revised book on the bestsellers list and donating to our film project on our GoFundMe page will go down in history. We want the black world to see that we're trying to do something positive in the African-American community. But yet 31 years, they have rejected my vision and plan. This is why I'm reaching out to African immigrants within the United States of America, Afro-Brazilians, Afro-Caribbeans, and Afro-Latinos, as well as black Americans to work with me in building the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago for credibility in the African-American community and throughout the diaspora. I am calling upon the global African family worldwide to get involved with our cause because you will take the lead in solving, because we will take the lead in solving black issues in America and solving African issues in the 21st century once we establish in America and, and expand to the African continent. Please leave a public comment on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, share this video podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Our second topic, the uprising in Niger. I found a video on YouTube entitled, quote, the 14 countries still under the hostage of France, colonial tax rule, unquote. This video best describes the current Niger Uprising. If you would like to watch the full video, then I encourage my listeners to follow me on my Medium page, look up the exact title of this presentation, then click on the topic and scroll down to show and prove. Niger is a West African nation. Um, They have rebelled against France colonial exploitation through a military coup. 
There has been many coups in Africa, so why is Niger coup special? I will get to the answer in a moment. There's a threat of military action by France and sanctioned by the United States of America in an effort to reinstate the pro-West leader. Public protests against France have spread in several West African nations. The coup has brought attention to the severe economic conditions of Niger. Since the 1950s, these agreements have been put in place since the colonial period. These 14 African nations are still under a binding contract and they have to turn over 90% of their natural resources through a colonial tax for the continual exploitation by France. These these African nations are, are as follows. Um, Benin. Go have to bear with me because, you know, I don't speak French and stuff. Um, Burkina Faso. Ivory Coast. Mali. Niger. Senegal. Togo. Cameroon. Chad. Ecuador. Guinea. Gabon, Brazzaville, and the Republic of Congo. The largest reserve of carbon, diamonds, platinum, and uranium in the world are in Africa. These African nations is only left with 10% of their cash reserve. France utilized Africa's reserve to improve its own economy, while Africa is restricted to use its reserve to, Im to improve Africa's economy. This continued up until December 2019. The French government has been involved in mi military coups over the years. Burkina Faso, Mali, and now Niger wants to break ties with France because of neo-colonial exploitation. What we are witnessing in West Africa is the ongoing fight to gain true independence from the West. West Africa today has independent nations, the, econ the economic community of West Africa, states known as Equawats. Equawats has political military and economic ties. France France colonized a large part of Africa. Think of colonization as a one-sided agreement. One, only the person imposing the terms benefit. Under political independence, you are allowed to choose your own leaders. Under economic independence means if you don't want to go into an agreement with another nation, then you don't have to. But none of these West African nations were granted economic independence. This is a perfect example of global white supremacy. America has 11 military bases in Africa. Other military bases are Turkey, Italy, Belgium, China, Japan, France, Russia, Germany, and India. West Africa was constantly fighting European domination and colonial imperialism ever since Europeans stepped foot 
on African soil. Today we have a block of these African nations uniting saying we're tired of the bad economic deals that were signed during colonialism. I found an article from Sahara Report entitled, quote, Cool, U.S. Secretary Blinken calls for immediate release of Niger Republic President, unquote. If you would like to read the full article, then I encourage my listeners to follow me on my Medium page. Look for the exact title of the, this presentation, then click on the topic and scroll down to show and prove. So what this article is saying is the U.S. Secretary Blink, Blink, Blinken is demanding the release of the former president and allowing him to be reinstated. He is also encouraging ECOWATS Echo to take military action against the coup leaders in Niger. The West is impoverishing Africa with these one-sided deals that only benefit France and Western nations. If someone is taking 90% of your annual income every year, you're not going to have enough money to develop your nation. The, the black grassroots media is very important because the mainstream media have a certain narrative. They want to promote propaganda. Over here, we give you the real deal and we cite our sources. Coming back to the question, why is the coup in Niger special? Africa is the most important continent on the planet. The majority, the major exports of Niger are gold, oily seeds, radioactive chemicals, refined petroleum, and uranium. According to UN Environment Programs entitled, quote, I work in Africa. Africa holds 65% of the world's total arable land, 30% of the world's mineral reserves, 8% of the world's natural gas, and 12% of the world's oil reserves. That includes 40% of the world's gold. Here's why Niger is important. It's because of uranium. Uranium is used for nuclear power plants. Many Western nations have nuclear power plants that that's what's keep the lights on. Uranium from Africa is being taken out and used to generate power in Europe. Niger supply 80% of France power, while Niger has only 20% of its own resource. Niger is among the world's biggest uranium producers, according to writers. The coup leaders are saying they're not giving France any more uranium. If Niger is such a poor nation, then why is it powering lights in many European nations? When you look at these African nations and wonder why they are not competitive globally, if you look at the root of the problem, it's neo-colonialism. France said any threat to, to France's interests will lead to war. The actions in Niger have upset France as well as the United States and their allies. Those nations under neo-colonialism lack basic infrastructure, which means they won't be able to industrialize. 
The president of Guinea said an attack on Niger is a declaration of war on Guinea. Africa is, has allowed the white supremacist financial elites to remain on the continent and to continue to exploit them. At the end of the day, Africans have to take personal responsibility. Through my Christian business, Gurkai, I am will, willing to bring the best and brightest of the diaspora to help improve 10 African nations in exchange for citizenship. Encourage African immigrants in the United States of America from South Africa, Kenya, Ethiopia, Tanzania, Uganda, Angolia, Liberia, Ivory Coast, Ghana, and Nigeria to first purchase my revised book and read my story. Those who agree with um, my vision and plan, um, ask them to donate to our film project on our GoFundMe page and to send me a friend request on Facebook so that we can begin networking and moving Gurkham from behind the computer to, it, to the big screen, then make our presence known in African-American communities starting in Chicago. Please leave a public comment on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, share this video podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. I would like to thank everyone who have contributed or will contribute to support us on our PayPal page, purchase items from our virtual store, purchase my revised book, or send a direct donation through our GoFundMe page. We appreciate your support. You can find all of the links below this video podcast in the comment section. If you're listening to this audio podcast on Anchor or Spotify, just click on the YouTube icon and select the About section, then scroll down to the links. Peace and blessings, and thank you all for listening.